It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know let you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you it is me and this is a public service announcement Like do not listen to this episode If you require the weekly structure that you're used to Because this week has no structure It's just vibes It is just vibes Because that's what I'm living on Oh, we're halfway there Oh, living on vibes That's all I'm doing I'm living on vibes Not even vibes at this point The vibes have Evaporated I'm living on fumes So And would we be surprised Because The poorer areas In this country In this city Have horrendous pollution But that's a story For another day Um So yeah I'm here It's me Kalechi Um And I don't know if this is the place to be But I'm here and you're listening to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, suck your mum. I ain't got it. I ain't got it. Baby, I do not have it. The thing, the Jenny Sanquan, not even Jenny Sanquan, the Jenny Sanquan. Me not have it. Me not have that. I no have it. I no get. Me only. That is it. Near mum. I don't have it. Um Yeah, it's 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 a it's been a wild week. It's been yeah, it's been a really wild week. Um not just a wild week. I think the week was just an expression of just of the wild time I've had over the past few years, but specifically over the past year, where so much I felt like so, so much pressure and yeah, it's, it's just a lot. Um, I had like three panic attacks in like 48 hours and it's funny because they started the moment, well, they started after I sent through my final short story for the collection, for my short story collection that's coming out next year. Um, I sent it and I was just like, I did it. I fucking, I fucking did it. Of course, it's going to come back with redrafts and all of the things. But my God, like each story is individual, like in its own, like it's, it's got its own thing. And I'm just like, I, I mean that, like I, I, I did that, like me, oh me, like in the midst of everything, everything that's happening, I fucking did it. Like, like I said, that there'll be the restructuring, there'll be the shifting around, there'll be the edits, there'll be this, that, there'll be that. But I did it. Somebody that in like, what, 2016 didn't even consider themselves to be a writer. It wasn't even in my scope. I described myself as an actor and a director. I never considered like writing. And here I am with this bad boy, um, with this bad boy short story collection and it felt more like I channeled it and it wasn't really of me. Like 
you know, I got it down as best I could. And then you want an editor and people to look over it and be like, oh, let's add this, let's move this, let's do that. But in the essence of what it is, I fucking did that. Um, and I, th- I think that broke me. <laughs> I think I'm broke. Y'all broke. Y'all won. Y'all won. All of those thousands of words, y'all won. Okay. Y'all won. I want, I want, send this to the mandem, send it to the nig cells. Like I am done out. Like I am finished. I am broken. I finally been broken. They say a straw camel, that camel's back. Yeah. Yeah. My own straw. They say you live by the straw. You die by the straw, baby. That straw finally got me. I am done out. Like I'm done out here. Like, so it's just like this floodgate opened, like even now I feel teary thinking about it. Like just this floodgate opened in realizing that I really persevered through everything that I have going on, all the apprehensions, even the, like the, the live show and all of the fuckery around that. Like I persevered and we're still like writing these stories, still bringing this world, that world into this world. Like I was, I was doing that and it really got me, you know, like when you, get to the you you see that finish line you cross that finish line and that's when you take it in that fuck my knee hurts my back aches I don't have water my lips are dry well some of you that doesn't change but you know like it's it's that was so mean I'm not talking about some of you I'm not talking about the people I like okay um but it was it was just so overwhelming but more so overwhelming that I couldn't like I finished at like 6 a.m on one of the mornings and Lev was like asleep and stuff. And I was just thinking to myself, like, it's a lot. Like I, I don't feel like I can call my friends or whatever and say that, look, I did that. And that's not because my friends are terrible. My friends, I've got really, really great friends. It's just that I specifically was being shown how I've built this sort of fortress around myself that I don't really like to show vulnerability. I mean, I I feel like more time, my friends have to learn what's going on with me by listening to the podcast because they'll be like, are you okay? And I'll be like, yeah. And I'm being shown that that's really not the way to live. You know, it's not, it's not the way to live. As Saturn fucking gets closer to my 12th house, I just know I'm going to get bodied next year. I just know. But, you know, now Jupiter has gone retrograde back into Pisces. So it's back into my 12th house. And it, you know, even before it happened, I'd already started feeling that energy of pulling away and pulling back and pulling off the, you know, coming off the internet and all of those things. Um, I just, yeah, I just want to go. I don't know where, but I'm going far from here. Like Pink said, um, yeah, it, it, it's a lot. And, to, you know, be in Asda. I went to Asda to go and get some bits for, for Lev and stuff and doing my shopping. And that's when I started feeling it. Like my chest was getting tight and I really couldn't get breath into my lungs. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. And my eyes were welling up and I just wanted to sob. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I just came in here to come and pick up some biscuits and things. Um, and so I had to kind of like get out of there, get into the car. Um, and I called my mum 
And I just started sobbing and I was just like, I'm exhausted. My God, I'm fucking exhausted. Like just that realization and just the tiredness and knowing that I don't have, if anything else is requiring any sort of like rigorous energy and investigation and heart from me, I just don't have that. And that kind of calmed down. And then I went to the LinkedIn event organized by Black Ballad, um, Money Moves, you know, being on the panel with some with two other amazing women talking about how we've navigated the world of business and things like that. And it was just brilliant questions from Toby about why I chose to like remain in Peckham and things like that. And I remained in Peckham because I want to remain in Peckham, but also the choice was made for me really to remain in Peckham because who wants um, a baby girl to be in central London with a pole dance studio that that goes to the white girlies. And I also think that when I look at the black British business um, awards or whatever they might call themselves, I'm not targeting anyone in particular. I'm just saying that these award ceremonies in Britain that celebrate businesses, they haven't really ever mentioned me. And I'm just like, but my business has been running and has been thriving when some of yours have come and flopped and gone. But like, it's interesting what I'm considered as and when, but it was a really great conversation. And then I went from there to um, the Labour Creatives launch. So the Labour Party um, have launched a like a creatives network as well. So um, I passed through there, big up yourself, Harj, um, passed through there. And yeah, then when I was going home, that's when the next panic attack caught me. And then the and then the next morning as well. And I just thought like, nah, this is not a way to be living. It's almost like, and and what's funny is that I was wearing amethyst. So, you know, I've got that, well, some of you follow my Instagram. I've got that gold chunky necklace that has a, um, like a, um, like a, it's in like an obelisk, um, shaped, uh, thing. Um, that's an amethyst. I've got obsidian and I've also got rose quartz. For some reason I chose to wear amethyst and it was like, it was pulling out all of the things from my chest because my chest was, Oh, it was killing me. It was so much. It was like, it was being dredged out of me, like all of this angst and pain and all of that. And it just, it it didn't feel like it was something that I could hold back on like, or maybe because I'd held back on it so much, it, it kind of like all gathered and then just, you know, pushed its way out. So yeah, it was um, a hell of a lot. I said I wasn't going to follow the structure that I would usually have for the podcast, but I pretty much see myself about to go down that line anyway. But um, yeah, so yeah, it was, it was a hell of a lot. I also um, did something that comes out on Wednesday, 11, five past 11 PM on channel four. 5 past 11 p.m. on Channel 4. But I've said it now, the fact that Mars has gone retrograde, who knows what the fuck will happen. Then the, the, it'll be unprecedented. The thing doesn't show. Or maybe, I don't know, KC3 decides to drop dong and then they have to cancel all programming for the day. Who knows at this point? Because anytime I say something, it doesn't go to plan. But um, Wednesday, 5 past 11 p.m. That's at night time for those of you who don't know. and um, channel four watch it because I need you to tweet because there is somebody on there somebody somebody (laughs) oh lord there is somebody on there that you all need to do what you do best okay um so yeah that I think that that was was that 
most of the things. Um, no, of course that's not most of the things. So then I got home the other day and was it yesterday? Because I'm recording this on a Sunday. Got home after like running around. What? No, <laughs> I went to March of the Mummies with um, organized that by pregnant, then screwed. Joelle, um, Joelle organized that. And I spoke at the March, um, spoke to the thousands of people about anger and the importance of owning it, that we were in that space for good reason. And we have good reason to be angry with the childcare costs in this fucking country. Like it's just disgraceful. You want to be jumping up and down, calling yourself Great Britain, Great Britain, that you're this, that you're leader in the world of this leader. In the, you're a leader in the world of lies. All you know is making tea. That is all you know in this life to make tea and to have a stiff upper lip that doesn't even exist. Where is the lip that before you can even keep it stiff, you have to first have the lip. And the lip is lacking. The lip is lacking. Might be the name of this episode, but we've got a way to go. Um, I can't believe it. It's just, it's, it's, that's by the by. But the march was incredible. Some fantastic um, speakers. Brona, pick up yourself. Um, yeah, it was just beautifully organized. It was so empowering. It was lovely to see other black mummies there as well. Um, and yeah, I really liked that I did it. And then after it finished, I decided that I was just going to walk home. It's quite a walk, but it's basically my running route. So I just like walked part of my running route home and I get home, take my clothes off. And I see that I'm now covered in welts, like massive welts. I was like, who, what, how, what animal, what principality is on these British Isles that could bite me in such a way that this would be a bite mark. There is no way. There is no way it would have to be Beelzebub himself that would have to bite me for me to have all of these welts all over my body. And then I was like, okay, I recognize what this is. It's a stress, you know, they're, they're, it's, you know, they're hives from stress. Um, and then, but then my chest kicked off again and my chest was really hurting. So eventually going from that March, riling everybody up, rallying everybody, doing all of that, then I had to take myself to A&E. And I'm sitting in A&E for hours. Then my Nintendo Switch dies and I've got nothing to distract me. And I'm just there. And I just feel like in that moment I was there and I was just like, you know what? Actually, 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 fuck 99% of people. Fuck them. Because the other day I was on Insta, Insta Live and this black woman jumped into, jumped on the live and she started writing all manners of nonsense about, oh, I DM'd you, go and check your DMs. I asked you to show your support for such and such and such and such. And I just think it's wild, like how there's a strike against my name the moment I don't do things that people want, but people aren't considering the person. I don't have a team, like there's nobody that manages my my social media as in my personal collection of social media with me. And I like it that way. But it's the fact that people, and I've set clear boundaries to be like, if you want me to do something, email it to this address. But it's like, no, I need you to do it how I want you to do it. And then you don't amplify something. More time, there are brands yeah, that I've posted on my page, whether it's hair bonnet, whether it's food, whether it's this, whether it's that. I've posted of my own volition then they'll come and ask for something and because I didn't do that thing the time that they wanted me to maybe because I decided I wanted to have an Instagram break or whatever they'll unfollow and they'll go they'll just go on about their business but then you'll want to come back because you realize that you don't get the same engagement that you got with me when you're doing other things but by that point it's too late because you've shown yourself to be a prick so don't ask me for nothing and there's there's that stress there's that 
pressure that if you don't post things, if you don't post things on behalf of people, if you don't do this, if you don't do that, they're about, oh, I knew she was fake. I knew she wasn't about it. And I just thought I can't live like that because literally no single motherfucker was sat with me in accident emergency waiting to find out what's going on with my heart, why I'm breaking out in this way, why the pain in my heart is going from my chest into, or the pain in my chest rather, it's going through my chest from the front into the back, like right into the middle of my back. Nobody can, nobody's there. But then when you want something done, that's when you'll be, you'll be chasing me down like a chaser. That's mad. That's mad. And I didn't come to this life to come and die for anybody. I promise you that. And so it just, it just felt extremely lonely and it just, you know, a a lot of the, the, you know, ever since handing in the last story, I had, I just kept thinking about, I need to restructure. There has to be a restructuring in my life. And this is what I'm saying that Saturn moving closer to my 12th house and, you know, the things that I don't consider my inner world, my, the, the house that they call of the house of undoing or self-imprisonment is like Saturn's going in there and being like, but this is all the, all the ways that you have allowed yourself to be bound and you're going to have to free yourself. Nobody is coming to free you, baby. You're going to have to free yourself of this. Um, and I just pray that it's, it's a, it's an easy vibe because Saturn, Saturn's not easy. Saturn's not easy. So that, and I found that I had to excel in that sort of way for a while, but my mom was like, maybe you need to go back to therapy and maybe I do child. Maybe I do because there is a lot. Um, so I got home what around 11 PM um, on Saturday night, um, and got up the next morning, wanted to do bits and bobs with Lev. And then I'm asked if I want to interview Genuine, you know, is there any more room for me in those jeans? Genuine, because he's doing a concert with him change. Is it changing faces next? All of them lot, you know, when they do the, um, um, R&B singers assemble sort of concerts so they were going to have one at the Apollo in Hammersmith I believe and I was asked if I want to interview him and I was just they, when I was asked a couple of days before I said I need to know ASAP because I've got to organize childcare, but didn't factor in you know the panic attacks and the welts showing up on my body uh, all of that and then spending hours in A&E but anyway Sunday morning can you do it can you do it this afternoon I was just like childcare is a very very real thing but I'll see what is possible. And then I get there because I sort it out. I get there. I hope you're listening as I say this. I get there to record with this guy and then only to be told, oh, unfortunately, he says he needs to lay down before the concert tonight but if you come to the concert he's happy to do the interview after the show and and what (laughs) I'm sorry what what the fuck do I look like this is what I've started questioning like what the fuck do I look like I'm not some any like no disrespect to the people then but I'm not some any blogger I wasn't chasing you I was literally minding my business like would you would you like to interview him and now you you needed to go lay down Mr. Elgin, you needed to go lay down. Mr. Genuine, 
You needed to go lay down on my time. Man, you saying pony. You said if your honey get to it, go get on it, ride it, my pony, my saddles, waiting, coming, jump on it. Sir, what happened to the pony? What happened to the pony? Is the pony dead? Is the pony dead? Mr. Elgin, is the pony dead? Because the pony needs to be alive. The pony ain't sleeping at 3 p.m. The, 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 the pony's up. Or is the pony glue at this point? Because I need to understand. You, you were troubling that girl. You were troubling that girl. You said, is there any more room for me? In those jeans, you were asking her for room in the jeans, and now you you need to lay down? At 3 p.m., you need to lay down. My God. My God. Lord, the man that you gave R&B voices to are tired, Lord. They are tired, Lord. When will you send the vitamins, Lord? Because they need it. The melatonin. The, the 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 vitamin C, Lord, they they need they need sustenance, cause the men are tired, Lord. They are fifty years old and they are they are tired. Jesus, of the rhythm and blues, child. He said he need to lay down, child. He said he need to lay down on my time. I travel in that text, and he said he need to lay down. Lord, help me. Lord, Lord, help me. Oof, I didn't know what to do. No, but really, he needed to lay down. When you, let me know if it's, when you were procreating all of seven children, you didn't need to lie down then, Abby. It's, it's now, hey, <laughs> shiniki. Okay. And the reason it got me was because I was just like, I wasn't even feeling great. I didn't even get the human design excitement as a generator to do this thing. And yet again, I'm being shown that if I'm not excited to do the thing, leave the thing the fuck alone. Because I'll now just be paying for childcare unnecessarily when I was just minding my business and I would have just paid for the time while I come to record the podcast. I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like that, that was the straw. I just said, you know what? I'm done. Like I cannot be fucked anymore. I am just so done. Leave me alone. Everybody leave me alone. No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it again. I don't leave me because at this point it's just nonsense and ingredients. But honestly, that's all I wanted to share that unfortunately I guess the pony did child the pony is tired the pony has turned to glue I don't even know I was even going to do a um what is it a tarot reading from me you just missed out for for a, of a you missed out on a tarot reading from a bad man tarot reader because you needed to go lay down anyway Charlie general reading for the collective spirit i haven't done a general reading for the people then but we're entering into we're now in scorpio season um mars has gone retrograde uh jupiter's gone retrograde the girlies are retrograding and we're in eclipse season what is the message for the people at this time because i of course you know how much i love to do the tarot 
letters But I think that's what the energy that I'm getting Is that from some of you It's like you're calling to me um, Telepathically That you would just like one general reading So you're not trying to feel like you're relating to other people's things And this is for This is for one and all Feels so good to see now. Okay. Let's see what the cards are saying. Cards are saying. Oh, this is beautiful. Let's get into it. Um, for some of you, this is um to do with your employment. You don't feel valued where you are, and you don't feel like you've got any more any more to give where you are. Um, because we've got the six of pentacles in reverse. We've got the two of pentacles upright. We've got the six of wands in reverse. We've got the tower card. Then we've got the three of pentacles. Very earth, very earthy energy. Um, the wands, a little bit of fire energy there. Um. And I feel like this says a lot, you know, six of pentacles in reverse. It could be in your relationships even where the, just the, the reciprocity isn't there. It could all be so simple, but you'd rather make it hard. Loving you is like a battle. Super malt. And we both end up with scars. Tell me who I have to be to gain some reciprocity. And that's what you're asking. Who do I have to be to gain some reciprocity? You don't have to be anybody. You do not have to be anybody other than who you are. Who you are is divinely perfect. Yeah, you might do some fuck shit Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I feel like even in the midst of all the drama that I had this weekend I moved so mad, so mad to somebody in particular And they were the one person that was just like Here's some antihistamines Because I imagine that you're running out When I mentioned about my skin welts and stuff And That was a lot That was a lot Because I'm used to Almost like Baring my teeth And getting people To back off Because I'm so Wary Of Being vulnerable Around people Because I feel like They either betray you in You know On, on public Platforms And you know, Or not choosing a side Or something Or they be, Or they just betray you Or they just can't meet your needs And so I just sort of go Well I don't need anybody to do that And when I feel like somebody Is kind of moving into that arena Of wanting to kind of be in my space And help me in that way um, I sort of back up There's so many people that like help me with things and I, and I notice myself limiting How much I interact with them Because I just don't want to feel like Oh, I need people. And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a flaw. That's a, that's a trauma response. And I, and I see it, you know, but it's just interesting that there are people that can see you like your shadow self creeping out and they'll be like, yeah, sure. Cool. And what else? What else? 
And I think that that inspires tenderness and that inspires like safe spaces and humility. Um, and I, it, it made me think about sitting down with myself and considering the stories that I tell, tell myself about the world that I exist in and how many of those stories are true and how many stories are crafted as a form of me protecting myself from having to truly interact with people because I have a deep-seated fear of intimacy because I feel like, oh, when people truly know you, they can be like, oh, is that all there is to you? Girl, you ain't nothing. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Hey, see what I did there? I would just move it on. Um, but no, seriously speaking, um, that's that's the fear about intimacy. You feel like, oh, well, if people saw the real me, they'd be like, oh, is that all there is to you? And, and the fact is there are people who might be like that because they're pricks and they're cunts, right? But the real ones, they're like, but this is all there ever has to be about art is this all there is this is all there ever had to be there didn't need to be all of the other things you know all of the you know modifications added at the factory or whatever who you are just as you are it's fucking brilliant and that is enough and if you at your essence makes anybody else feel like oh okay sure that's not about you it's about them and it sounds very like we were in, oh, you know, meme-like, Instagram meme-like to say, but it truly is about them. If you are in front of God-crafted beauty and you cannot see it, that is a you problem. So that's what the Six of Pentacles speaks to, feeling that you don't have worth and feeling that you haven't got anything else to give or that the situations that you're in, the, the reciprocity is lacking. And so now we've got the two of pentacles where you're weighing up your options like, oh, well, what do I do? Do I do I stay around? Do I stay in this situation? Do I stay in this job where I don't feel valued because of the six of wands? I, I don't feel valued, but do I stay here? Because if I leave the tower card, there'll be destruction and you know, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. But anything to me, anything that the tower energy can destroy was never going to be standing for long in the first place. Like you were just living in a straw house fam. And if the right wolf comes along and huffs and puffs and blows that motherfucker down, you would have just had your ass out in the wind. Like your ass would have just, your nyash would have just been out there with the ofurufu or with the ategun. So just know yourself. Know yourself and pattern yourself accordingly Because of course it's natural to weigh up the options It's natural to feel like Oh, will this be the right thing for me? Should I do this? Should I? But if you're not truly valued there People can't see how brilliant you are That's the six of wands here They can't see how brilliant you are They can't They can't see your worth They can't see the direction that you're trying to take everyone to Which is the direction of greatness They can't see the innovative ways that you um, m- like move through life Then the tower have for on like like it, it it's just a thing like the tower energy is there anything that cannot withstand your greatness that cannot uphold your greatness will eventually crumble and you have to be okay with that and then that's why finally we've got the three of pentacles let spirit help you build the kind of life let spirit help you build the kind of internal world or external world at, or both simultaneously that is worthy of you, that is worthy of your essence. Like, 
you can't do it alone. That's why the Three of Pentacles there. And, you know, I'm using the Lisa Stoll Modern Witch Tarot deck. So we see an older woman um, helping this black woman during a life drawing class. And that's what this is. Like, allow for the like the brush strokes of each breath that you take and each thought that you make. Every step you take. Oh, I don't even know the words anyway. I've been watching you. Woo! That is what Elon Musk is about to do, Chile. Hmm. Come through. All the spies. But let, let the help come. I'm just shuffling the dickhead and recovery affirmation cards to get the card for today. And the car is... The car is the card that comes out is there is strength in letting go of no, what no longer serves the path that my soul is on. There is strength in letting go of what no longer serves the path that my soul is on. Hear it and hear it well. And for me, it relates to, like I said, I wasn't even expecting to get dragged like that, but you know how spirit moves. There is strength in letting go of the stories that have protected me thus far, the stories that I told myself about the world, the stories that I've told myself about, I don't know, groups of people, whatever that might be. There is strength in letting go of that story because it means that I'm open to learning a new story. And when you know better, you do better. Like I've been reading this story, you know, like when you have a child and then um, they want a bedtime story, Lev's at that age where he wants to read um what is it? We're go- we're looking for a monster. We're going to find a monster. We're going to find a monster by Mallory Blackman and Dakwa Deola. Um, we're going to find a monster. He knows the words now, off head. So if I'm if, whichever way I'm reading it, he already knows the words off head. So I'm just like, do you want to read something else? And he's like, nope, love this one. Thanks so much. There's going to be a point where he's going to want to read some something else, even though he remembers that story and this story is dear to him. Right. And that's how I'm seeing life. Like there are stories that are dear to me and they've helped me through so much. And I needed those stories. But there comes a point where I have to let those stories go in order to make space for a new story, because that is how we stretch our imaginations. And that is how we take ourselves out of our comfort zones. And for people, it might be actual things that you need to let go of. Like there is a strength in letting go of that. Um, even um, thinking about addictive tendencies. Yes, these coping mechanisms helped you to get to a certain point um, as a response to the trauma that you have faced. Is this the only story that you want to know? Is this the only thing that you want to know? Or is there a possibility that you can look at it now and say, you know what, I'm ready. I am ready for love. Hiding from me. NGRE, big up yourself. Um, but it's true, like you have to be ready. You have to be ready for the change. That way the tower doesn't scare you as much because you know that everything had to go to make space for something new. It will still scare you because tower energy is so, ah, but that tower energy also reminds me of Mars retrograde, you know, like sometimes it doesn't have to be a full on demolition, like, but you will see that everything's coming down. The paint's peeling. This is happening. The door's coming off the hinges. So it's kind of like this, the, you know, the entire foundation's rotten might be time to go, you know? So yeah, just consider that. But that is um, the tarot, the general reading. So I pray that it resonates with you all. Um, 
I can see the King of Cups in reverse at the bottom of the deck as well. So that definitely speaks to anybody specifically with like scorpionic energy or um, addictive personalities or things like that. That's also why I'm seeing that there. Um, but it's water sign energy, male water sign energy. Get it together. Um, but yeah, that's that for the tarot. Um, let me pick up the first of this week's show sponsors and we'll move on to, I guess, Share Your Magnificence if, I, if I've got something. Thank you to Skin and Me for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. And, you know, Skin and Me are, um, in terms of what the brand brings forward and what you can enjoy, it is the most accessible fast track to simply getting great skin. They offer powerful active ingredients that you can't buy over the counter and you can get a treatment for your specific skin concerns from acne to signs of aging and more. And it's a solution that's tailored to you, which evolves with your skin and actually works. Skin and Me blend scientifically proven active ingredients to deliver your best skin, all packaged up in their award-winning daily doser, which ensures you um, that you use it in the way that you need to use it with the right amount of cream every evening. And it even has your name on it. And this is important because sometimes when you're left to your own devices to mix all of these things together, maybe you're using more of the other and you're like, why is it not working? Why is it not working? Well, this way it will be, it will work because it's being put together in a particular way, um, a particular concoction that would be great for you. And on top of that, their products are sustainable, vegan and cruelty free. So um, you get a personalized blend of powerful active ingredients that deliver results and your treatment will evolve over time, working to achieve your skin goals from clearing acne, pigmentation, reducing fine lines and wrinkles and more. And it's designed by an expert, um, that, an expert team of dermatologists. So get your first month for just £3.50 with the code STRAWS. It's normally £24.99. That's £24.99. Uh, per month. And now you can complete your routine. Um, just opt in for the free trial on Skin and Me's cleanser and moisturizer. Um, so yeah, you will have a great time with that. And um, yeah, go to skinandme.com and get your bits and type in the code straws and yeah, live your best life. That's skinandme.com and use the code STRAWS when you get there to support the show. Okay, so let's get to Share Your Magnificence. So Welsh, um, the Welsh have done something really cool, um, which is that they've made Black history a necessity, like mandatory to be taught in schools. I'm going to play you this to see if you can hear it. Let me take it back. Here we go. October Black History Month is a chance for us to celebrate and commemorate the contributions of black people in Wales. It's a time for us to recognise black leaders and the individual roles they've played in shaping our nation. And it's an opportunity for us to reflect on the past and the story of what it's meant to be black in Wales. Because the paths of black history and Welsh history are indivisible. There is no history of Wales without the history of black experience in Wales. That's something everyone deserves the chance to learn about. And that is why, from this year, Welsh Labour's new curriculum is placing the teaching of history of all Wales' ethnic minority communities at the forefront of education. In classrooms up and down the country, young people are being equipped to understand 
and respect their own and each other's cultures and traditions. And we're giving our educators the tools to do those history justice by offering free, high-quality diversity training to all education practitioners and professionals. Wales is the first UK nation to have revolutionised our education system in this way. It means that here, black history isn't just October, it's year-round. Make no mistake, Welsh Labour is leading the way to show that black history is known because black history is Welsh history and Welsh history is black history. But Black History Month also gives us cause to look forward, to recognise that there is a journey still to be taken, to address the challenges that continue to face black communities in Wales head on. To continue down the path we're taking, building a Wales which is not simply non-racist, but one which is proactively, steadfastly, and assertively anti-racist. By 2030, we've committed to completing that journey. We shouldn't underestimate what an important achievement it will be when the goal of an anti-racist Wales is realised. When we can look back in the decades to come and say that we were all part of it. Writing the next pages of those co-dependent histories of blackness and Welshness. These years will be seen as foundational in building a better nation. A world that's stronger, fairer and more equal for all. That's really interesting. I I heard that and I was just like, I need to share it. I need to share it. Um for many reasons, but I'll, you know, I'll come to that in a bit. Making Wales completely anti-racist by 2030. I got it. I'm sorry. I, I hate to say it. And I hope I don't sound ridiculous, but sorry to that dream. Because I mean 2030, I don't see that, but I'm I'm just glad that. It is mandatory to now teach black history in schools in Wales. And you just have to look at everywhere else and be like, why are you the fuck? Why what the fuck? Like, why is why why aren't you lot doing the same thing? Now, when you watch that episode that I told you or asked you to watch on Wednesday at five past eleven PM, one of the uh, conversations, one of the debates is whether um uh, black history should be taught in schools Like whose responsibility is it to teach black history Or whatever, however they phrase the question Sha. And I was, you know, making my points Because you know I love to make a point And this Wawa girl <laughs> Let me not even spoil it for you Because at this point it's going to be a spoiler alert But the things that come out of people's mouths And, you know, biracial girls Come and get your fucking girls Like come and get your girls Come and get your home girls Because they are really disgracing the thing. Like they are really, really showing their feet in the chat Like come and get your girls um, But you'll see it on Wednesday But it was just a lot like Trying to explain to people about white supremacy and slavery And why it's important to teach it robustly And why it's important to overhaul the education system That we know in this country Altogether, and you're having people talking about, oh, well, let's just focus on excellent black people. That's what I want to hear about. I don't want to hear about slavery anymore. I want to hear about excellent black people. And when people say that, I'm like, you haven't even, you didn't even hear about slavery properly. That's the thing. You didn't even hear about the extent of slavery, colonialism, all of that. You didn't even hear about it properly, fully. And you already wanted to jump to, I just want to hear about excellent, excellent, excellent. Are you all right? Are you okay? 
I'm not saying that that's all we focus on, but I'm saying that there is a, there is a need, there is a necessity for us to understand the expanse, the absolute expanse of that particular experience so that when we're building on things and we're talking about these excellent people that you're just gagging, gagging to talk about, you at least have a basis. You at least have an understanding of what it is you're talking about. Otherwise, you are therefore complicit in erasing a history that actually matters because it, it, it's instrumental in understanding what's happening in the present. But let me not talk like a talker. I just, please watch the thing um, because then me playing this will also make sense. We need, like, <clears throat> we need for Black history to be taught in schools. And of course, it should be things that are covered at home as well. Like, primarily at home but schools should also have it because some of you are just showing up online showing up on tv just yabbing yabbing just chatting anyhow and it's clear that you don't know what you're talking about and that is a disgrace at this point um not me saying I can't even see myself doing a full episode and I'm here talking, talking, but let me keep the rest swift because I, like I said, do not have it in me and I'm really considering whether I take the whole of January off I'm trying to just make it through December, make it through December if I can, because of, you know, all the obligations I have for each episode and stuff. But at the end of the day, you can't come and kill yourself. I can cancel all of those obligations if I need to. But um, yeah, I'm thinking I might take January off or however long I need to take off because I don't want to be breaking out in stress hives. And I just prayed. I said, Lord, do not let this these hives make it to my moneymaker. Like my face is cutie, please, Lord, do not let that face card decline, Jesus, Jesus of the aesthetics, please. I can't be living like that, you know, so I might need to take a break and come back when I feel a bit more like I can handle what this thing is that they call life, baby. I'll keep this nice and brief. Rishi Sunak is now your prime minister. You have, and this is not a drill. Big Brother House, are you listening? 10 Downing Street, are you listening? White Supremacy House, are you listening? You are live on Say Your Mind. Please, please swear. Rishi Sunak is now the prime minister wonderful 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 why is it wonderful because i want the british galalama countries to fucking lose it i want them to lose their shit because they've already started being wayward i said go through my g's go through because i want you to undo yourself this is what i'm talking about that stiff upper lip like you're talking about that stiff non-existent upper lip that you're always talking about is now quivering quivering because you've got um a, a south asian man as your um, prime minister. And of course I saw how it would happen under conservatives because people like to run this rhetoric of like, well, you know, it happened under the Tories. It didn't happen with the Labour Party, of course, because you're being shown that white supremacy can be carried out in many ways by many people wearing different masks. It's that the point is white supremacy. Get with it. Get with it. I'm not saying that let's get with white supremacy. I'm just saying that get with what, what's actually happening in front of us. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I don't have much to say about Rishi. I don't I don't think he'll last, but you know, what whatever. What a girl wants, what Johnson needs. I think that they're putting him there so every option that Britain thought that they had in terms of the Tories have been exhausted. 
And then Boris might come back But again, I could be wrong He might just be just fine Um, Suella Bathroom Tub is back in her home secretary role But she shouldn't be there because of the um, security failings that she had Um, Rishi Sunak's cabinet is very interesting He's um, obviously the prime minister The UK's first British Asian prime minister Sure, sure, sure Dominic Raab (laughs) That nose is always giving The girls love a bit of cocaine The girls love a bit of the white powder Allegedly Um, Just an interesting nose Dominic Raab has been appointed Deputy Prime Minister Dominic Dominiki Dom my Nikei When will you marry? Dominic, when will you marry? You're always the fucking bridesmaid And you're never the fucking bride When will you marry? Deputy Prime Minister here Deputy Prime Minister there Are you not embarrassed? Are you not embarrassed? But then sometimes I think that I, 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 I respect it At the same time I'm saying that But I respect it Like I don't want you lot's role You lot have that role I'll just be the deputy prime minister Minding my business over here While you fuck up And then I'll just do the The kind of admin that I need to do on the side But I don't actually want to be in your role But I don't believe that I think that The closer you get to that ring of power <laughs> Pause That um you want to be all up in it So I don't know But it's giving I've walked down the aisle As much as Liz Taylor But I've always stood off to the side Each bride has me dressed in a gown I detest Always a bridesmaid, never the bride Too many weddings, too many dresses But at least we held on to our pride I've lived life alone, but the terms are my own Always a bridesmaid, never the bride. Dominic, you're never the bride. You are never, ever, 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 ever the bride. Are you not embarrassed? But that's just me being cheeky. There is no inference of your value or your worth because you get married. Because honestly, men are mad out there. (laughs) Save yourselves. Save yourselves. If you don't watch Little Miss Jocelyn, that will make no sense. Um... But anyway, so Rishi's cabinet is very, very higgy, like him. Um, Jeremy Hunt is, is Jeremy Cunts, is it? I don't know. Sorry, I can't read that properly. Um, Suella Bathroom Tub is there, um, returning as Home Secretary. James Cleverly, not very clever. Ben Wallace, just looking wogga wogga. Nadim Zahawi, just a mess. What is it? A minister without portfolio. Look at your life. You're a minister without portfolio. You have no use. You have no popos. Oliver Dowden, um, Chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster, sure. Therese Kofi, you're back again, or is it coffee? Just looking like a like a like a is it Wurzel Wurzel gum gummage or gumbridge? Just just looking like Fraggle and you're back as Environment Secretary. Grant Shapps, Penny Mordant, leader of the Commons. Okay, he gave her a cute role. Mel Stride, don't know you. Gillian Keegan, sound like a footballer. Steve Barkley, don't think so. Mark Harper. 
he looks all right. He's got like good teeth. It looks like he looks like he cycles or he rows. Um, hopefully he doesn't have people in dungeons. I'm not saying he does. Transport secretary. Um, Michael Gove looking like a prick. Kemi with her regrowth is here as well. Kemi Babbly Cock. Um, Michelle Donnellan, don't know anything about you. Simon Hart, what a state. Chris Heaton Harris. Gosh, these pictures are not great. Alistair Jack. David T.C. Davies God Why are Tories so clapped? Jesus Uh Uh-uh They look so ramshackle They look so discombobulated Lord True But you lie Victoria Prentice No girl John Glenn Low it Jeremy Quinn Not on my watch Johnny Mercer mm, mm, Not too too clapped But I don't know. Tom Tugendhat. Is that is Tugendhat? Is that your name? Minister of Security. Okay, I won't make fun of you just in case. Gavin Williamson, Minister Without Portfolio again. So you're wayward. Robert Jenrick, Minister for Immigration, looking like a rabbit. Interesting. A very, very clapped cabinet. The cabinet's clapped, but... There you go, they're Tories Um, Yeah, what's funny is that also the head of UK News at ITV um, What's her name? Amber de Boton Has now become the director of comms for Rishi And why that's interesting is because it shows us that the media um, They're playing with us, they're playing us Because for you to have that role that, that How did you get that role? I'm just speculating, right? But that means that you would have had a nice Rishi In terms of the coverage that you gave him Because you were head of news at ITV So you had a nice thing with the coverage that you gave him Very favourable, all of that stuff So then when he became Prime Minister um, He would hook you up with a job So you didn't have to be with the other TV girlies um, We're not safe in the hands of the media is what I'm trying to tell you. It's podcasts such as these and um, other people's independent, like independent news shows and things like that, that you're likely to get the truth from because everybody is in somebody's pocket out there and we're not being given the news in a way that is impartial. There is no impartiality to it. All of them are ginnels. All of them are ops and you need to keep yourself, like keep your wits about you because clearly this has showed us that people are in it for their own gain. That didn't happen by accident. That was very, very strategized. And that means that nothing that came from through the news um, while this one was there um, can be trusted or should be trusted. Um, but anyway, from one pussy clot to another pussy clot, Elon Musk takes control of Twitter in a $44 billion deal. The world's richest man, Elon Musk, has completed his $44 billion deal uh, takeover of Twitter. That is roughly £38.1 billion, pounds, um, according to a filing with the US government. Um, Mr. Musk tweeted The bird is freed And later said Let the good times roll And it's funny Because he goes on about Freedom of speech Freedom of speech But let me cuss him one time Let me cuss Elon Musk One time Let me call him Elon Musty One time And see me get dragged Off that site So who is the freedom of who? Who is the speech free for Because the speech Isn't free for all of us So let's really get into it Elon Elongated Musty Elongated musty Let's talk about it 
Um, a number of top executives, including the boss, Parag, Parag Argawal, Agrawal, have reportedly been fired. Whew. Mr. Agrawal um, and two other executives were escorted out of Twitter's San Francisco headquarters on Thursday evening. Um, the completion of the deal brings to an end months of legal wrangling, but it has prompted questions over the platform's future direction. A filing was made with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission on Thursday confirming the takeover. The New York Stock Exchange said on Friday that trading in Twitter's shares had been suspended, giving the reason as emerge as merger effective. Um, Chief Financial Officer Ned Siegel um, and the firm's top legal and policy executive Vijaya Gade or Gade Gad are leaving alongside Mr. Agrawal. Um, Twitter co-founder Biz Stone appeared to confirm the executive's departure in a tweet. He thanked all three for their collective contribution to Twitter, calling them massive talents and beautiful humans. Meanwhile, Brett Taylor, who had served as Twitter's chairman since last November, updated his LinkedIn profile to um, to indicate that he was no longer in the post. Mr. Musk, aka Musty, a self-styled free speech absolutist, has been critical of Twitter's management and its moderation policies. They clashed over the terms of the takeover with Mr. Musty accusing Twitter of providing misleading information about the firm's user numbers. He has also said he would reverse bans on suspended users, which could include former US President Donald Trump, who was excluded following the Capitol riots in January 2021. At the time, Twitter said there was a risk Mr. Trump would incite further violence, but Mr. Musty has described the ban as foolish, like your mum's front. Earlier this week, Mr. Musty said that he doesn't want the platform to become an echo chamber for hate and division. Twitter obviously cannot become a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequences. And that's funny because I want to know who he's going to direct those consequences at. Um, The takeover has prompted discussion among Twitter users over what the platform will look like under Mr. Musty's ownership. There are fears that more lenient free speech policies would mean people banned for hate speech or disinformation may be invited back to the platform, as well as Mr. Trump. That could include political extremists, QAnon loyalists and COVID-19 deniers. In response to Mr. Musty's missive, Thierry Breton, the EU commissioner for the internal market, tweeted, in Europe, the bird will fly by our EU rules, suggesting regulators will take a tough stance against any relaxation of Twitter's policies. Mr. Musty, as well as being the world's richest person with $250 billion to his name, $250 billion to his name is a contra- controversial fe- uh, figure. He made his fortune through the electric car company Tesla. Well, no, his farm- family also owned um, Emerald Mines in South Africa. And so they're colonialists and they're demons. And space exploration firm SpaceX, but he has drawn additional attention by his outspoken intervention in unrelated matters, often using Twitter as the platform, ranging from geopolitical issues such as the war in Ukraine to the rescue of the schoolboys trapped in a Thai cave. It's not clear yet whether the clear um, whether the clear out of senior management is the forerunner to company wide job cuts. Earlier reports suggested 75% of staff at the social media company were set to lose their jobs, but those reports were inaccurate, according to Ross Gerber. Um, 
shareholder in both Twitter and Mr. Musty's other company, Tesla. Um, there are a lot of talented people at Twitter, especially on the engineering side, and they want to retain as much of that talent as possible. But he said the job losses, uh, the job losses could nevertheless extend far beyond upper management. Mr. Musty might look to cut product managers and end projects that aren't going anywhere. So I feel like this is basically, it goes on, but it's the demise of Twitter as we see it. But again, Pluto is going to move into Aquarius. So we're going to see how power, um, people who represent power in the way that Elon Musty does, elongated musty we're going to see how the people fight back against that he thinks that this is going to be a free-for-all he thinks that he's going to get away with this but people are going to push back they're first going to argue and squabble amongst each other but they're going to push back on it because you don't just do things like that like your money doesn't insulate you from a slap it doesn't that them billion dollars will not insulate you when someone clarts you differently so just remember that Um, But we all have to take our safety more seriously the closer Pluto gets to moving into Aquarius. We have to take it more seriously because we're going to see just the the dark side of the net and how it's not actually that safe to just be putting your face out there any which way because people are mad. People are very, very, very mad. Um, Okay, shall I pick up the second of this week's show sponsors before I wrap this up? So big up Dipsy for sponsoring this week's episode. Now, I've just talked talk to you about my panic attacks and everything else. So as you can see, self-care is not always the thing that I'm meant to do or not always the thing I'm meant to do. It's not always the thing that I go to do, but I should be doing more, more of it. But for some of you, self-care is always a top priority. But, you know, in between meditation sessions and trips to the yoga studio or nail salon and things like that, how often are you taking care of all of your needs? And I mean, all of your needs, baby, in those jeans. Transport your mind to a world where you can relax and treat yourself to your deepest desires. With Dipsy, self-care has never sounded better. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. You can find stories about an intriguing co-worker or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor if that's your bag. Radically inclusive, Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of colour. You've never heard celebrities like this before. Listen to stories voiced by Sarunas J. Jackson. That's the guy that was um, Dre. Is it Dre from um, Insecure? ER Fight Master or Luke Cook. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions and sexy stories that you can read. Let Dipsy take you to that place, that go-to place to spice up your meantime. Explore your fantasies, relax and unwind or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash straws. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsastories.com slash straws dipsystories.com slash straws go and get your sexy on and let me get to the rest of this shitscape that is whatever is going on in the world so this is just a quick one because i don't want any smoke from anybody but um de beers has named lupita nyongo as their global ambassador um oh god Because you know when you just don't want to talk out of turn 
And, you know, there's been straggly bagly bitches that have talked about, oh, well, you did that um, International Women's Day advert with Uber that I did on socials um, a, a few years back. But the beers, like actual colonial diamond miners, that they are the reasons that that we're talking about. Diamonds are a girl's breast um, breast friend. That diamonds are a girl's best friend. Like the beers basically created the market for diamonds to sell because they'd taken all of the land and they had these diamond mines and they needed people to be able to to they needed people to buy diamonds for them to have their to have their riches. And then you as a black woman who you didn't want to be in Woman King because you didn't like how the Dahomey um uh, empire was involved in um, tr- the trading of um, enslaved people. You didn't want to do that, but here is where they found you, sister girl, sister girl. Come on, let's be fucking serious. Let's be fucking serious because the girlies aren't broke like that. The girlies aren't broke like that. When I did my Uber thing, you know, it was taking whatever, you know, um, opportunities came my way and try to make the best of it. Like you're going to bring this opportunity to me. You might be a hickey hacker company, but I can use this to do something to help people. But I wasn't balling, you know, but when you're in the situation that Lupita's in, I'm like, you didn't need to take the opportunity with the beers. And then it's like, oh, well, they're doing it because what did they say? Diamond mining giant, giant De Beers announced um, on Thursday Academy Award winning actor Lupita Nyong'o as its first global ambassador. Um, she's partnering with them to empower African women. And it's just the way that they say these things. Um, she is quoted as saying, even more importantly, my partnership with De Beers allows me to extend my advocacy for women and girls around the world. How does it do that? How does it do that when the actual mining of diamonds and this and the industry that it created within South um, Africa and places such as that meant that girls were being girls and women were being raped. Like what, what, what are you talking about? And I know that like, you lot don't even want to talk about your, t- your fave and that Tiffany diamond, but it's like, everybody's moving mad. Like where is the integrity? Where is it? The integrity is lacking because you're claiming that the pressure is getting worse, but the pressure doesn't have to get worse because of cost of living crisis. It doesn't have to get worse because you lot have money. You don't have money, so you don't have to do this. So that tells me you don't have to do this, but you're wanting to do this, but you'll turn around and look at other things and be like, I don't want to do that because rare, 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 but you'll do this because of la, la, la. Let's be serious. Let's be serious. There's no, if you can't do rare, then you can't do la. Do, re, mi, la, fa, so, la. Did you not hear it? Do, re, mi, fa, so, la. They're all part of the same song. You can't do one. Or you say you don't do one, but you want to do the other because they are part of the same song. Because you say do re and you say fa so la. Can you see? So don't, 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 don't be spicy. Don't be silly. That's very disappointing. But I can't talk too much. I don't want to talk too much. Um, Giselle has finally filed for divorce from Tom Brady and the men are mad. Woo! The men are talking. Why would you split up the family? Why would you just split up the family? Why do you think you are entitled for women to stay with you? Oh, good luck to her finding a man after she's had all of those kids. Why are you always wishing aloneness on on women where they decide to use their autonomy and leave relationships that are no longer serving them because you feel like they should be tied to you for life? You and your miserable, smelly bum, that they should be tied to you for life? That's not how this works. 
People can leave you when you are not living up to the things that you're meant to be living up to. They can. They can leave. They can leave. You can't keep weaponizing aloneness and loneliness on women when you lot, as men, are the ones who are dying alone. Dying alone like your preacher, like your patron saint, <laughs> patron saint, your patron demon, Kevin Samuels. It's you lot that's dying alone. And you're trying to displace that fear, push it onto women that, oh, well, you'll be alone. Well, I would rather be alone than be, than be with a motherfucker. How about that? It's just watching the whole conversation take place. You wouldn't even think that they're talking about Giselle, an Uber model, not even supermodel at this point, a fucking Uber model that's got money for days, that's established in her own right. You're saying, oh yeah, good luck with her finding a man that's going to take her with all of those kids. You think that she she's your baby mother. Do you think that that's, even your baby mother, somebody will love her. Somebody's son go love me one day, hey, one day. I know go shenzhen too far away. Listen, it's there in your face all of the time What do you mean? Your baby mother will find love Giselle Budkin will find love Like people will find things Don't try and weaponize all of these things on people Because you're trying to scare them into staying with you Like is that how, is that Are you not embarrassed That you have to fear monger people into staying with you This is not a hostage situation, baby. Let me let you know. I'm leaving, baby. Let me let you know. Um, So from one wayward to um, another wayward, um, Kanye West wanted to apologize for what he said about um, George Floyd, that, you know, he that he wasn't killed by police. But that's what he claimed. Um. I said he wants to apologize because I don't think an apology is what took place, but maybe that was his intention. And you lot love to talk about intention. So, you know, let's get into it. And I, and I, and I question the, so when I said that, and I, and I, and I questioned the death of George Floyd, it hurt my people. It hurt the black people. So I want to apologize to hurting them because right now God has shown me by what Adidas is doing and by what by what the media is doing, I know how it feels to have a knee on my neck. Now. Jesus. So I thank you, God, for humbling me and letting me know how it really felt. At this point, get this man away from any microphones. I don't want to, I do not want to see a fucking microphone. I do not want to see a camera in front of Kunye West. I do not want to see a single thing. I'm really, really trying to show grace for the fact that I feel like this man is going through things, but he's just talking and it's getting wassa and wassa and wassa. Omar, Meshonu, Sharap, close your mouth. Benue song, shut up. Shut up, mate, shut up. Because at this point, the things that you're saying is impacting every fucking other black person. Shut the fuck up. What do you mean because of what's happening with Adidas? Um, you, a fucking billionaire or millionaire, whatever the fuck you are. What's happening with Adidas that you're beefing with them? And then what's happening with the media? You're beefing with them that it's like you're having... A, you haven't ever had a knee on your neck. I, I can't stand this hyperbole that, that black men specifically use when they are being held accountable for some fuck shit. And they'll talk about, oh, this feels like a lynching. And now you're talking about this feels like a knee on my neck. Shut the fuck up. It's nothing of the sort. And even in your stupid fucking apology, you're still disrespecting the family because you're likening what your, your capitalist coonery 
to what they've experienced in and in, in watching the the rest of the world watch their child or watch their family member die as a result of white supremacy and police brutality they had to watch that happen and you're comparing yourself you are a really silly motherfucker really silly extremely silly motherfucker and now your donda your donda donda your your school's now closed last minute and i said when I heard about the uniform that them men were wearing, I said, you're dressing these children like it's a, like, as if they've come out of an alien invasion. Like the, and you lot that sent your children to the school in the first place, like you lot were wayward. You lot were the fools. Entrusting your children and their education to him. To through the wire. You en- to, to Jesus walks. You entrusted the education of your children to him. Mr. 808 and our heartbreaks. Nah, everybody is mad Everybody's mad That is despicable That, that, that clip, hearing that clip I'm just like, that is despicable What you've got going on with Adidas or That's not anybody else's problem But your own Because every time you try to wiggle your way Pay your way into white elitist spaces And they don't let you in You're like, oh my people, my people We're no longer your people, Omo Go to your people Go to your people, go and be with your people, go and love your people in Calabasas. Go and love your people in Calabasas and leave us alone. Kilo day. Go and, go and love your people. The Calabash of Calabasas. Go and love your people. It's now that all the white people are turning on you that you thought you've, you've, you, you've, you've found favor with them saying that slavery was a choice and all of these things. You felt very cool having Trump by your side and even now Trump, your homie Trump say you're crazy. Even your homie Trump say you're crazy. Child. Um, now that the whites aren't loving you in the way that you wanted, they're not telling you that you're a genius. They're not, they're not singing along to ne- the Negroes in Paris, all of that stuff. Now it's all my people. There is, there, are, there is no people here. There are no people here. Don't use plural. Maybe you have a person. But last, last. That's all you have You don't have people We're not with the We're not with the shit The things that you got going on With the people that you pissed off Homie that's on you Because you talked wildly You tweeted wildly And they're getting you The fuck together They are getting you together And it's only now That you're like Oh Oh I need support Let me go and get the black people No 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 We watch what you did We watch what you tweeted And they're getting you together And It's been a long time coming I might have some things to say about some of the ways that people are talking, but that is not for right now. They are getting you together and rightly so. So I feel like, is that it? Is that it? Girl, is that it? Because I've been talking. Um, Do I want to say anything else? Oh, well, I guess Russia hacked Liz Truss's phone. Um... Just she's such a fucking useless person. Liz, trust me, daddy. Her phone got hacked by Russian spies, apparently. Um, Boris Johnson knew about this and still helped her to become prime minister. It's like everybody's mad, but I'm not gonna say too much. You're gonna get dealt with when you get to hell. Um, nobody's going to that summit. The one that Charles was told not to go to, uh, Rishi's also not going to, but you also wanted to claim that you lot were spearheading innovation like Sally and HR when it came to climate um, reform and climate change. Lies everywhere. 
um, HMP, that's my last one, HMP Downey. Is it Her Majesty's Prison or is it His Majesty's Prison now? His Pussy Clark's Prison, Sha. Um, uh, where is it? That would be HPP, wouldn't it? Um, HMP Downey. Where did I read about it? It's just sad to know the state of everything, how we've just found where is it? Here we go. HMP Downview. I said HMP Downley. Um, HMP Downview, which is a prison, they tweeted, lots of our ladies don't have family or friends who can send them clothes or money. And we are short of certain items. So anyone wishing to donate ladies clothes size 18 and above, we would love to hear from you. Please DM us and thank you. Um, There's a lot going on there. Um, there's a lot going on there. You as a prison, you don't have clothes. You don't have clothes for the uh, for the inmates or the 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 people that you have as prisoners. You don't have clothes for them. The Ministry of Justice or Department of Justice, whatever the fuck you call yourselves, aren't you meant to be supporting in this case? This is why I'm saying that your prison system is some bullshit. Because if you cannot clothe the people that you have in the prison system, let them go home. Let them go home and we and give us the money that you're clearly fucking not you're fucking up and you're not using properly. And it can be put into a community-based kind of practice that gets them the things that they need, that they need while holding them accountable and helping them to find a way to be rehabilitated into society in a way that um is trauma-informed. Because you lot are not doing your job. So you're telling me that um there are people, there are ladies in there who are walking around and they don't have clothing. When during COVID, you had a lot of these people locked up for 23 hours of the day, weren't providing them with anything, nothing. This is not fair. Oh, but if they, if you create a cause, uh, if you did the crime, you should do the time. You shut your fucking mouth. You could talk about something being a crime, but you're not getting to the root of how the crime exists. Just punishing, punishing, punishing. So you can push these people into a system so they can fill the buildings that you're using money to build because that's all you want. Like you want a prison industrial complex. That's all you want. You don't care about the humanity of the people. They don't have clothes, size 18 and above. So so you're fucking up in a very fat phobic way. You're fucking up. This is not okay. This is not okay that the prison system is the way that it is. I don't even want to talk about it being necessarily underfunded because I just don't think that we should have it at all, the system. But if you're going to say that you've got that thing while we're trying to get you to not have that thing, can you provide for people? So anybody who's listening, HMP Downview, if you've got any clothes size 18 and above that you can get to them, please let's get it to them because there's no reason why these women should be walking around and feeling lesser than and not even having any clothes on their backs. Like, I think that that's some real, real bullshit. So if we can support, let's do that. But, you know, from the bottom of my heart, like, fuck you. Fuck you to the government. Suck your mother to the government. Suck your mother to the HMP Downview. And the structures and the systems that allow for these things to thrive. Fuck you all. But I can't believe I made it. I think like this is going to be a full episode. It must be a full episode, but I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I did it because like I said, I don't have it. I ain't even got it. I ain't even got it. But I hope you enjoyed anyway. And 
It is what it is. If I'm seeing you in December in Manchester, big up yourself. Sunday, 11th of December at Canvas in Manchester. You can get your tickets from, um, is it Dice or whatever? So I'll, I'll add the link um, to the show notes. And um, yeah, I guess the pony did. Girl, the pony did. Anyway, it's been me, Kalesha Okafa. You've been listening to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, suck your mum. I am out of this, bitch. Peace. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Help you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping here Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind